Hello and welcome to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milchrist. Linda Pilsgood. And Scott Shaw. It's not fucking karaoke. You're Jeremy because you're tall. I'm Richard because I keep crashing my car. <laughs> Touch wood. It'll be um, fine. My back really hurts from carrying this podcast all the time. We're on episode five already and you may be wondering, why does that intro sound a little bit different? Well, it's because we've been uh, copyright claimed on YouTube, even though it's a royalty free piece of music. So we've decided to change it to an upcoming number that uh, will be on my EP in September uh, that we all co-wrote together. So we thought we own the song, we'll use that, it's great. It also so, sounds really cool for it, doesn't it? Well, when, when we did that section with the ooze, I always thought that would be great for a theme tune or something like so it's 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 kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Right, theme tune, thing of theme tune. <laughs> so But yes, how has your week been? It's been good. I, I feel like I say that every time. I reckon we could take lots of snapshots of me saying week's been good. Yep. Week's been good every yeah. time. But we've have had a busy week. You've been really busy actually. Yeah, I am knackered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Scott woke up this morning and said he couldn't move. Yeah, <laughs> my muscles are all locked. <laughs> He's really, really busy and on like the hottest week of the year so yeah, far. It's, and it's just, um, oh. We it's, were where were Friday? Scunthorpe. Yes. That was quite warm. And then Saturday was very warm. We had two gigs that day. We were playing Washington Live in the afternoon. Yes, we were. Which was really good, to be fair. It was yeah. really good. It was worth it. Where and is Washington Live? The I know it's Washington Live. Centre, isn't it? Yes. Northumbria Centre. Okay, right, okay. It is good. It was like, yeah, really it good. Was. Yeah, there, there was the Scandals gig. Do you know the Scandals? Is that a band? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I don't know. Okay. Who it is, They're but... like a cover band, sort of similar vein as what we yeah, do. Yeah, they do okay. more indie stuff, though. Uh, yeah. They sort of do old stuff like we do and newer Mint. stuff as well. But um, it was a really good gig. It was just very warm. It was very warm. We were stuck in a tent mm. in the sweltering heat with just fans, which were just sort of blowing warm air. Well, you've got in your lots face. of people who like to support you, lots of fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't blowing air into our face. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. But um, it was you're, a good gig. And then we were. At Clover and Wolf in South Shields. Yes, in the that was a good gig. That was also, it was packed, wasn't it? Because the last time we went there, it wasn't that busy at all. I thought, oh, it's going to be the same sort of thing. But uh, no, it was like. The the uh, the manager who works there, he was he was saying like you'll you'll set up and there'll not be many people there and then all of a sudden just come up here, float no. in sort of thing. But I it was it was really busy, but it was a wicked night. I recognise the name. I don't think I've been there though. Clover, they've got a uh, like a, a room upstairs which is more like a club. Okay. Which we've played up there before, which we actually prefer. But we were downstairs in the bar area. Yeah. It's a bit good space, though. but it's a good gig. The yeah. good crowd, good crowd. The, the manager's great as well. He is, so he's smashing. He's, he's really cool. But uh, that was really, I was white. My coat was dripping by the end of it. Mm. But um, <laughs> And because you guys wear a certain style of clothes when you play, because you're the 60s inspired, yes. I imagine that was difficult. Yeah, especially, <laughs> yes, it gets especially, warm. especially for the two lads at the front who wear like, you know, Paisley suits and, and uh, all that kind of yeah, stuff. It's not very forgiving clothing, is it? No. no not especially on Sunday. We did Killy Fest at the station in Killingworth on Sunday. Oh, yeah. And that was very warm. Mm. Okay for Scott. Yeah, I had a, a gazebo. He had a gazebo over the drums, the obviously. But uh, us three across the front. You in particular, though, Lyndon, yeah. you were right stuck out I right was. in the sun. He came in today, he's got a bright red forehead and nose. slightly red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very warm. But <laughs> And there was a drone, which was the coolest There was thing. a drone, yes. Really? I looked ah, up yeah. at one point and it was sort of eight foot away from us. Right. <laughs> just there. Were you smiling at it? at it. <laughs> what was it like, video? Or was it like, yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy um, who came, he's, um, he said he puts it on Facebook and stuff. And it's... Oh, mint. I'm pretty sure they did that last year as well. Like the station Facebook, they had it up on that. Just yeah, showcase, I didn't see it last time. Like showcase what the weekend was Do you know what? Now, now that you mention it, I had a look on their Facebook page and there's pictures. High up. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's it. the so, drone. 
That makes sense. There will be video somewhere of me just staring into the lens. Do you know, I just assumed that there was like a tall building next door. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it's, obviously, it's obviously a drone. Yeah. No, but, uh, no go kicking weekend. Yourself? I had quite a chill weekend, to be fair. Nice. Um, but I had a gig on Saturday at the Northumberland Arms in Bedlington. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely pub. Um, and uh, yeah, do, do you know, it was, it was weird because obviously the weather has just been glorious, absolutely tropical here. Um, and it was weird because, you know, I walked into the pub and this pub is like, I've never seen it quiet. I've never seen it empty. It's just always like wall to wall rammed, right? I walk in and it's just this staff on the bar and I'm like, this is weird. Like, this is yeah. like very strange for this bar. And I was talking to a lady called Fee who, uh, is behind the bar and uh she's she's great right she's from south africa so everything she's, oh, every, nice. everything she says is like you know you can't you can't so <laughs> <laughs> so um i was talking to her and she was like well uh, this is my south african yeah, we'll accent like she was like well we'll give us a half past and i was like all right okay is we'll that irish <laughs> i can't do accents i can't do accents at all it's like you know when people try and do geordie and they sound indian yes oh, God, oh, yeah. i just can't do any that's the funniest accent. thing in the world but anyway, we'll, we'll said, all right, we'll give it a half past. <laughs> and then I'm not joking you, at quarter past nine, all of Bedlinton walked into the pub. Like, <laughs> all, Same sort of thing, yeah, all of It was ridiculous. And then, like, because when I, when I set up, um, you kind of put in this, like, little corner where there's, like, a seat. And usually I literally just take a speaker, a desk, my guitar, and a mic stand and just very minimal, mm-hmm. just yeah. the job sort of thing. Because when you have speakers on stands and there's lots of people in a confined space oh god are you you're scared in case it gets knocked over damaged you know liable all that kind of stuff Being although we're all covered <laughs> by the, that. we're all covered by the musicians union so you know we're all good we're not no we're not don't say that you can't say that on, on no we but we we have um we have uh, liability insurance yeah, we do. oh well, that's that's all you need fair enough i'm covered so anyway um <laughs> so i'd set up like a really minimal setup thinking like I probably could have put me speaker on a stand. There's no one here. Mm-hmm. And then when all of Bedlinton came in, I was like, "Thank God I didn't." I'm you know? glad you so, didn't. Um, and it was good. There was uh, there was a guy came up to us halfway through, and he went, "Mate, can I have a go?" I was like, oh, God. I was like "No, sorry, no, no." And he went, "What? Well, not at all." And I went, "No, uh, no, sorry." Because if, if you let one, well, well, exactly. it's one of those yeah, things. You open the floodgates, really, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it happen before. I've seen it go downhill. I've seen people kick off. It's just not fun. Anyway, I, was, I told Fee about it, and just and just and just said in a South African accent, he asked me before as well, and I said no, and I was like, all right, okay, and she said, she said, it's not fucking karaoke, and I was like, <laughs> all right, she's so, right, she's right. Oh, yeah, you I mean, get that on a sign. It's not fucking karaoke, yes. Just put up in front of you, like, you know, some people put, like, their social, me- yeah. social media links and stuff. Just, this is not karaoke. It'd be like, it'd be like me name and me, and then right at the bottom, it's not fucking karaoke. Oh, that'd be Stream great. trying. Stream trying <laughs> right now. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, it was a good gig. It's always good in there. And uh, it's really lovely as well, because um, I've been asked to play uh, Fee's son's wedding, which is oh, lovely. Right, cool. So I'm looking forward to that. You get a um, lot of wedding gigs, don't you? It's 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 the, the nice gigs. I was gonna say yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's like we've talked about this before. Um, not on here, but like just you know in our own spare time. That uh, when you do those nicer gigs, that are the weddings and the parties and that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. It's better money for a start, but just overall, it's a much nicer experience because usually it's very civilized. People are there for the music, and mm-hmm. there's that whole thing to be said. I mean, when you're in a pub. You know, maybe ten percent of the people there are listening, sort of thing. Yeah. If you're lucky, and then you know, 
there's there's always when alcohol is involved, there's always people yes. like, you know, you, you get what I'm trying to say. So it's it, sort of like a wedding you've been invited to as a guest. As a pub, you're in their domain. Exactly, yeah. So it's like people might not want you there, whereas a wedding, they sort of respect. The bride and groom have asked them to be here. Oh, that's fair enough. So there's Absolutely, a bit more respect yeah. there. As a that's, pub, it's sort of, that's it. Yeah. Anything's a go in a pub. I think you're right. I mean, you know, at a wedding, you get fed. You know, you, I mean, you get tre- like a guest, like you say, apart yeah. from that you're providing a service, doing the music or whatever. And and yeah, the best gigs I've done probably are the, the wedding ones, at least for cover gigs at least. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to, to doing their wedding. It'll be lovely. So oh, that's nice. that's uh, back end of the summer, like, so that'll be nice. So I got to meet them both last night as well, um, mm-hmm. on Saturday night is what I'm saying as well. So like they, they came along to kind of like, Check you out. Yeah, check, check us out. Yeah, yeah. try before so you buy. Have, have, have we got the right bloke to do the yeah. job, sort of thing? Oh, yeah. They've decided yes. So that's that. Oh, oh there you go. A good endorsement well. there, yes, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, Excellent. So that's uh, that was my weekend. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, it's time for. What are you listening to? So, what have we been listening to this week? What have I been listening to? Oh, I've been listening to. Uh, a bloke called the tallest man on earth. I say a bloke. It's it's like it's under. He's over there. A name <laughs> called the tallest man on earth. But <laughs> it's, it's this bloke that writes the songs. I think he's Dutch. I could, I'll probably get the bloke that writes the songs. Wrong. Is it Barry Manilow? No, um, but the Dutch are the tallest race. That is earth, true. So. I, I could be completely wrong. Well, they are the highest race. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, this particular song called Stranger, and it's such a. Tr- I remember listening to it a lot when I was in Liverpool. Like I'd. I'd it reminds us of being out me runs and stuff. Okay. And I was just flicking through me's playlist and stuff. I was, oh, I remember that song sort of thing. And I've just been listening on repeat. Yeah, it's it's really amazing how like... songs can have like relation memory to that time. It, yeah. You know, it's. It, I think that's what, to be fair, that's probably what's really special about a lot of people's songs where like, I mean, we're just talking about weddings, you know, people could say like, oh, I remember this song because it was our first dance or, you know, it was, uh, you know, the song that was playing when you asked me out or you know something yeah, like that it, like a connection it has a, a real connotation to well all life i suppose that from from life to death songs can have a meaning um <laughs> jesus there's a title i know we've already oh, i've already talked about death oh what's mm. going on he's actually swedish i okay. got it wrong yes sorry i got that wrong but it, <sighs> we've really got to fact check ourselves before I know. we do this I know, yeah. i'm a stranger now it's called it it's a wicked tune and what's his name the tallest man the tallest man on earth i see and he's actually quite short funny enough yeah, right. level of irony. Yeah, I know. That should, be, that should be my band name. <laughs> the shortest man on earth. Should, well, no, I, no, well, <laughs> you'd, no have to, you'd have to say it. Because then I'd have to be tall. It would be like it would, it would be irony if it was the tallest man. You could have you could have a, a band name called Buzzcut. <laughs> You've got the nice long hair. I could do that. Yeah, yeah. So, what about yous? Um, so I went to go see. Uh, this hasn't. No, yes, I'm right. Sorry, I'm trying to get my timeline mixed up. We record these episodes like way in advance, so like it's just difficult for me to <laughs> remember where we yeah, are. This the, is the past. Yeah, it's like where we are in the timeline because yeah. So I went to go see the Elvis movie. Oh yes, sir. and uh, it was very good, very long. I have to admit, uh, long movie, very montagey as well. Ah, oh, you were But I've been listening to lots of Elvis because I didn't realize. Uh, I know he didn't necessarily write all these songs, but like, man, he's got some good songs. Oh yes, like no, I, I know they're all like bluesy and rockabilly, but it's great. It's like it's just like he's got some absolute tunes, and I haven't really delved into like a specific album, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've just really been listening to the the gold hits. Did you find any songs that you hadn't heard before by Elvis that you like? Yes, but you've put me on the spot, and I can't oh, think okay. of <laughs> But um, yeah, there's probably loads uh, on that compilation but it's it's great like 
I, I knew like all the obvious ones, and to be fair, they're they're probably. I mean, my favorite. I know it's probably everyone's favorite, but is uh, "Can't Help Falling in Love with You." It's a good song because there is a version of it on the Sons of Anarchy soundtrack that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, right. It's like a, I think it's like a fast kind of version. And it's kind of like a band kind of thing. It's really good. Um, nice. But yeah, like in the movie as well, like, I don't know, he just seemed like a, I guess outside looking in, I'd never delved into like who he was or um, uh, even as a musician, like I didn't realize how good he was. Is that fair to say? Like, I guess I I never considered that maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, talented guy, like really yeah. good, very talented. Um, So yeah, I, I've been listening to lots of albums. But then I did have on, because we were talking about it on a previous podcast, I had the Stranger Things soundtrack on the other day. Oh, yes. Um, Which was really cool. And I forgot that at the beginning it has um that Who song. Um, Is it? Out here in the fields. Oh, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I thought Baba it was Baba. Is it Baba or Barbara? Baba. 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 Right. Yes, yeah. They had that, but it's like a different it is, yeah. version cause for the show. So that's, that's my favourite that... Who song, that. It's one of it my... It is good. I, I, it's yeah. my favourite. It's it's up there. Mm, I I think because it's not like a traditional. I like Who Are You as well, though. Yeah, that's true. The, but the yeah. thing is, did you ever used to watch CSI? No. So no. that was the theme tune for CSI. It was. Right? I, I knew that. Yeah. And like because of the edit they do it, it's just like the chorus. Yes. With the like the big bit at the end with the you know the crescendo at the end. I never knew what the verses were until I listened to that song. I was like, what? What the hell? Like this is crazy. Um. Isn't it um, goes into halftime, the verses? Are yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's really cool. How It's cool, but when I used to watch CSI and thinking that that was the theme tune, I was like, oh, that's really cool. So then, like, listen You're hoping re- for a bit more on the verses sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think the verses are really cool. Who are you, to be fair? Do I you know, I find they... that a lot with... And we said we weren't going to make this a long episode, but we've went off on a tangent here. I find that with a lot of Who music, that, like, the bits that you hear on telly, radio or adverts mm-hmm. or pop culture whatever it sounds great and it's a mint when you hear the actual song and there's the verse that you don't hear or whatever i actually do find that a little bit underwhelming all right do you know what i mean it's great and i love the who i've seen them twice and they were brilliant um but i do find myself going oh just play the chorus you know just, <laughs> like the only the only album i think that i could listen to all the way through and like all the segments is Quadrophenia. Okay, yeah. But I actually really like that as an album. Like I wouldn't listen to one song, I'd listen to the full thing. But then like I never got Tommy. Never no, re- never re- I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of Tommy. Never really got that. Like that's too out there for me, I think. And then okay. like, you know, because Pinball Wizard was the hit off that and that's great on its yes, own. And it then, is, like, yeah, yeah, it is and then the rest of it I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm okay for it. So take a leave it. Yeah. I like I like songs. Verse chorus, verse mean, yeah, chorus, yeah. middle eight, big chorus. You know, that's, that's double chorus end. Don't, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. That's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been listening to, Lyndon? Well, mine has a Stranger Things link as well. All right, I've been listening to uh, Frontiers by Journey. Nice, because oh, I'm now. Agree- yes. I agree with Scott. That's separate, separate ways, ways is now my favorite Journey song. Yeah, it's definitely mine. I listened yes. to it last night in bed as well, and it was like, All right. oh my god, it's yeah. immaculate album, isn't it? It's a great album. Immaculate. One of the young as well is like a great song. They've had like three different singers, haven't they? Because he wasn't the Do original. Do you know what? I, again, I found this because I was looking at their... They've, I think I had a new album out on the 8th of July. Yeah. What? Journey. Literally just gone? Yeah. Really? On the 8th of July. I'll have to have a listen. They've it's got, it's uh, with their new singer. It's sort of... 
it is Journey instrumentally. The music is very yes. sort of 80s influence. It's Journey, what you'd expect. Aye. It's just the vote. It's not Steve Perry, and I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. I think Steve Perry is my favourite singer of all time. He's a very good singer. Wow. That's Honestly, a, that's I do, yeah. Statement. That's I think he is. I just love him. Maybe um, not, because he, he had an album out fairly recently, a few years ago. Yes. And he's sort of, he's not got yeah, the yeah, in him got now as, you know. to no. sing like what he used to. He's still a phenomenal singer, but he's sort of not what you'd expect from Steve Perry. You expect sort of, yeah. you know, higher notes than any possible human could sing. <laughs> and he just can't do that anymore. Or maybe he can, he didn't do it on the album, but... He, I mean, like a lot of singers... Yeah, unfortunately, it's what happens, isn't it? When you get older, yes, it's it's, it's, the, it's part of getting old and drugs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I saw I saw Journey with the new singer. Yeah, is, uh, is he good live? I mean, this was like ten years ago, but uh, yeah, he was great. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's not Steve Perry. Yes, I think you've got to look at it like that, haven't you? What I'm what I'm wanting to say is that. I think he's very close. Mm-hmm. If you could, he's it, a great singer. If you if you listen singer. to him saying "Don't Stop Believing" live, eyes closed, you, I don't think you'd be able to know. So would you say he's trying to be like Steve Perry, or like the sort of Queen thing where Adam Lambert is his own thing, and he's not trying to be like Freddie? What would what do you reckon? No, I don't think he's trying to be like Steve Perry. He does sound like him, I think, like when he was singing right. the old Journey stuff. I mean, they only did the hits when I saw them, and. He's got a great voice. He sa- he does sound like him. Um, do you think? Do you think it's like it could be the sort of thing that obviously he probably grew up listening to Journey as well. That's yes. a point, do you not think he's just like heard Journey stuff, so he sings those songs a bit like what Steve would sing them. That's a point, you know. And all the probably. newer stuff, he's just himself because he's not got nothing to reference. Like when he's singing yeah. "Don't Stop Believing," you were saying if you close your eyes, it yeah. sounds like. It could be because you know, I think if any of us sing "Don't Stop Believing," you sort of try to sing it like Steve Perry because that's what you hear in your head, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. I think his range is as good as Steve Perry back in the day. Yeah. And his timbre is definitely similar. And he's yeah. in Journey. So it's like he's obviously going to tailor it that way, isn't yeah. he? So the, the band will have scouted someone who can do what Steve did as well. I don't I don't know the story, but I remember it being on the news because I think the two we were going to see them on was like one of the first ones he did with the band. And Again, fact check, I don't know. I'm sure he was scouted because of, like, I think it was, like, YouTube. Okay. And I think he was oh, up- I right think I. he was uploading videos of him singing Journey songs. Right. And they found him through that, I think. I, I, we may want to check that. But it was something along the lines that they found him online. I know oh, that. Right. I know that's a fact. Um, and, yeah, that was kind of... But, again, modern world and all that. You know, this is kind of what happens. Yeah. Um, and when your front man doesn't want to be in the band anymore and you need someone to replace... Yeah, that I know it's a shame that he doesn't want to do it anymore. But I mean, can he, he obviously can't do it anymore. Like, no, you say with that album, if he's would have to take the keys down a few. Way, imagine yeah, if they were yeah that that was the thing when we saw them. It was all copy key. It was no because that, that might be why then Steve Perry not doing it. Probably because when I saw them, it was White Snake and Journey. So White Snake came on first. Now David Coverdale, he's a class act. He's great. Yeah. He can't sing the songs in the keys anymore. Mm-hmm. All of them were dropped at least two tones easily right so like that's that's four steps down uh, for people at home um easily easily that um which it gives like a really like heavy sound to it which is kind of cool i suppose it's maybe what they're going for but it's definitely different is what yeah. i'm saying when journey came on he's singing don't stop believing in e major you know that's it you know so respect yeah he's very good <laughs> um it was one of my first ever gigs that actually um which was kind of cool it was it was Journey, White Snake, and Thunder. If you remember them, when was that? How long ago was that? 
I think it was 10 years ago, so 2012. Oh, wow. good God. Yeah. Um, maybe 2013. Oh, right. Sometime right. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was definitely right, because it came out on my phone the other day. I think it's 10 years, though. At least nine. Anyway, you can look it up. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, that is a good album as well. I do like that. Mind you, I, I, I never got into the Journey Deep Cuts. I only ever re-listened no, to... No, I'm the same. The hits, the, the hits. really. Yeah. yeah. I bet they've got some good Deep Cuts, but I've never really delved, I don't think. I was actually watching um, the Grand Tour the other night. All right, with the episode where they go to Detroit and the muscle cars. Yes. Oh, yes. And he made that, this is what made us think of it, he made that reference as to like muscle cars are like power ballads. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, <laughs> if you're, if J- Journey comes on when you're in the car with your mates, you're like, oh, I'll turn it off. But if you're in the car on your own, you're singing along. Yeah. Oh, you got to. <laughs> we could be like the Grand Tour. That'll be mint. Because you're, you're, you're Jeremy because you're tall. I'm Richard because I keep crashing my car. <laughs> and by process of elimination, you're... Um, I'm James. You're James. Yeah, <laughs> well, fair enough. I'll take that. <laughs> there we go. We're the Grand Tour. So for everyone who doesn't know, uh, we're releasing an EP um, in September that uh, we thought it would be really cool to do it on vinyl. Now, vinyl's expensive, but we launched it on Kickstarter to get it made. And uh, we reached the pledge in a few days, but then it went over... The amount and we've uh, the Kickstarter ended last week, and I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who uh, pledged to the Kickstarter. It's just been absolutely incredible. We managed to exceed the goal, which is just crazy. And um, yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a decent achievement. I have to admit, and I'm very very proud of it. And uh, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to just say thank you in the podcast, just because I know some of you's listen, um, and that was kind of it. Yeah, thank you very much. Woo-hoo! Get in. Okay, so tomorrow we're doing something really stressful and uh, really cool um, that we're going to talk about on here. It won't be out by the time this podcast comes out, I don't think, because again, I'm struggling to think when this comes out and when the video's coming out. But um, we're filming a live version of Trying My Song Tomorrow um, that we all co-wrote together. Um, we're doing it in a cafe. My friend has a cafe in Chelsea Street called The Coffee Bank. Check it out. It does unbelievable hot chocolate. <laughs> um, we should, we've, we, we could try tomorrow when yeah, we go so there. What a trying. <laughs> trying, there you go. Oh, get in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so we're going there to record a live version of the song. Now, if you, if you haven't listened to the song already, please do. It's on all the major streaming platforms. And the music video is out on YouTube now. We've just released the blooper reel today, yeah, I saw that which, was, which was great. <laughs> um, I watched it again this morning. Like, it's just, I did it's, it a lot. It's great. Um, so, but we're going to do it in a similar way where... Um, in the music video itself, it's a static shot for pretty much the whole thing, and then a few close-ups. So we're going to do it, film it in a similar way, but we're all playing live, the four of us. Um, which we've had a rehearsal just before we started this podcast, and it went well. I think we're, I think we're, I? I think we're ready. Touch wood. It'll be um, fine. The setup. The setup. <laughs> will be, the setup yeah, I know. The setup will be the hard part, I think, because it's like you know, lots of gear in a. No idea. Yeah, all the gear, no idea. What did you say the other day? Um, all the kit don't know shit. All the kit don't know <laughs> shit. Yeah, I like that. So I think it'll be interesting. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it'll be nice to just, uh, just to kind of rock out and have a laugh and ho- hopefully yeah, get something good. Um, huge thank you to Debbie from the Coffee Bank for letting us wreck your place of business. <laughs> Bless her. Shit, I went to see her the other day and she said, yeah, that's absolutely no problem. Um so yeah, look out for that. It's coming out on the 29th of July. I think this podcast goes out the week before. Um, so we'll, we'll probably mention it again on the on the next podcast or whatever. But uh, yeah, keep a lookout and uh, we we'll hope you enjoy it. 
So much to uh, your chagrin, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week, I'm going away. So I haven't actually asked you this, but are you going to do the podcast without us? Or are you going to... Well, that's a point. Because you're more than welcome to. It's not, well, it's, it's not my Could do. domain. I didn't even think about it, to be honest. I thought we'd just leave us. It's up to you. The folks who won't be disappointed if, uh, if you don't if you don't carry it That's on. True. You're the main act of the podcast, don't you? I am carrying it, but I, I, it's, it's, it's fine. Like I don't know what we'd do without you. It hard. No. Yeah. My back really hurts from carrying this podcast all the time. But um, it's up to you. You can if you want. I it'll mean, be a, it'll be a surprise for everyone listening if there is one without Jack in it. So we'll see. We'll see. We could get a guest on. We'll see. We'll see. You could get a guest in. You could get an actor and just have them pretend to be me. Or get Luke in. Get Luke in, yeah. You wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Put glasses on, no one will know who he is. Exactly. Well, there's no cameras, Lyndon, so like, oh, it's just audio. Damn. He just has to sound like me. Do you know what you should we'll just... give him a swazzle or something. You should just like, you should just give, like, do like a... You should sample loads we'll of... We'll get your dad in. Yes. He probably would, you know. <laughs> he could do it, like. If you, yeah. I don't see why not. Hey, dad. I know he listens, so... Uh, there you go. There's his invitation. Yeah, no one would know. Come on the podcast, Dad. It's uh, you'll be here talking about Iron Maiden for an hour. That's fine. So, um, well, it's up to you. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, if you hear one, if you hear episode six next week, uh, you'll know they've done one. But if not, then uh, I'll be back in your ears in two weeks. Um, <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have missed a week, basically, is what I'm saying. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to Amsterdam. Ooh. Where, well, and nearly wasn't. <laughs> nearly wasn't. Because oh, uh, yeah, yeah. so yesterday uh, our flight got cancelled coming back. Ah, just randomly. You could just live in Amsterdam. Just you could do. That's it. <sighs> I don't know. Then there'd be no it... podcast ever again. I know. How would you cope? <laughs> although although that the height thing, you might not fit in. That's a point. I don't fit in here. Do you know what? The only place I'd fit in is if I went to China. Like they're all short, <laughs> aren't they? So like, that's not being racist. That's just like genuinely. I don't. It's, fa- it's factually. I just correct. like to carry up that by saying they are a small race. They are. It's, that is it's, true. It's not me being. You know, just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> get those libels out. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. But yeah, sorry. What was I going to say? It got cancelled. Yeah. Yes, your so, flight got cancelled. So we're coming back on an earlier flight. So we have to be at the airport really early instead. But uh, you know. At least we're going, I suppose. Yeah, you'll have a good time either way. So. It, did I tell you... Did I mention it on here? No, I don't think I did. Um, so I was telling people at my busker's night last week that I was going to Amsterdam because obviously I'm missing the next one, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I was telling them about it and they went, ah, oh, Amsterdam, we'll know what you're going there for. And I was like, what, to learn about um, Nazi-era Amsterdam, uh, Nazi era Germany, because um, that's because to be fair, we are going to the Anne Frank Museum. And he went, "Oh no, that's not what I meant. I meant like the other thing, you know." And I was like, oh, "No, that's not." So that was quite funny because uh, they all assumed long-haired get musician. Oh, you can't, you can't. They're the brown bars. That's what they call them. Um, <laughs> no, I've got no desire to do that to Brown <laughs> Like, uh, no, I, just, I can't be honest. Um, but we are going to the Anne Frank Museum. I don't know if we're going to the Sex Museum or not. We haven't. I, she's, like a Sophie set the itinerary, hasn't she? She set the itinerary. <laughs> she said she's got um, a surprise planned. It may well be that, mightn't it? The Sex Museum. She, Everyone goes, to be fair, now, don't they? It'd be good for the vlog. The, the, get the photo <laughs> map next to the, the massive yeah. dick. You'd have to blur it all. <laughs> oh, I'm not monetized. It's fine. It's, uh, I don't mind. Um, it would be good for the vlog. I was Maybe, telling, she likes gardening. Maybe you're going to get some tulips. I don't know how you get them back though. What are you doing? Carry on, like <laughs> just hold them. Hands, one yeah. of the carry ons. Just me on the plane. Definitely. Let's be plant. Well, there are plants there, just not the plants that we're bothered yes. about. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. I so, but yeah, I'll, I'll be off for a week. So if you guys want to do the podcast, 
by all means uh, do the podcast. You'll you'll be oh, great. We'll see. It's up to you. You have a good time anyway. So. Yes, I think it'll be good. I'll let you know. Um, I do you know I'm sweating in this weather. I don't know what it'll be like over there. I think it'll be really really hot, and I just I don't know if I can survive. This is the part of the podcast where Jack looks up random questions and asks them at the end because this this has been running for like almost every episode now. And to be fair, it's been a good laugh because yeah, it's a great laugh. None of it's scripted. I literally type in on the internet random questions, pick a website, and just go for it. Um, so are we all ready, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. If you had to be a Disney character, what would you be? Or who would you be? I should say a Disney character. Ooh, ooh. Um. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying desperately to work out what's Disney and what's not. So am I. <laughs> Pixar's allowed. Does that help? Can be Buzz Lightyear. I'd have a cool name. Yeah, I. I was going to say Woody actually, or Mike Wazowski <laughs> from Monsters Inc. Yeah. I, I, or Lightning McQueen. Me? I'd love to be a car. Although actually, yes. actually no, I no, you be a shouldn't car. be a car. <laughs> 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 I like the McQueen and I like the McQueen. Yeah, I love Cosby. That, it's a good movie. It didn't is. didn't like the second or third. I Jeremy thought... Clarkson plays the um, yeah. the Formula One thingy bus driver. It's the agent. Oh, is it the agent? Oh, the on agent. the phone. I... Half. Half at it. Oh, sorry, I got a complete. Someone's wrong. got Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am a big fan. Which Hogwarts house are you? I'd like to think Gryffindor. I was going to say, did we watch Harry Potter? No, no. I can't answer that question. <laughs> no. I I always thought I'd be in Slytherin. I don't know why. I'd I don't know. I'd like to be. Oh, have I told you about Oh, segue and a half here. I've got to tell you yeah, this. Again. I've got to tell you this. So I think I, I may have already mentioned this to you guys, but we'll talk about it just very quickly because it's just reminded us. So I've been asked to do a wedding next year. Uh-huh. And um she asked she, she uh, came to one of my gigs and she said, because uh, it's at I know her, and she said, Oh, I'd really like you to do me wedding. I was like, yeah, absolutely. And she said, is, is this date all right? Yeah, I'll book it in now. Oh, fabulous. And, and how much do you want? I said, oh, how, this is how much I want. And everything was like sorted. And she went, by the way. I know what you're going to say. It's Harry Potter themed. Yeah. And, oh, we're, and, we're, yes. and we're all dressing up. <laughs> and I was a bit like taken back. But then I was like, think of the photos, man. That would be, that'd that'd be, be great. But then I was trying to work out who I could be. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't really look like anybody in Harry Potter, and if, uh, you know what I mean. So I didn't know who I could be. You could go as Mad Eye Moody. You've got the hair. We'll get you an eye patch. If I had an eye patch. Big yes. coat. Big coat. Big coat. Oh, best. I hope it's a hot day. It's in April, so it's kind of like uh. it's debatable because they're having it at Durham Castle, which is where this shot some of the first Ooh, movie. Lovely. So that's it's quite cool. That it all ties in together. Um, so I, I, to be fair, I think it'd be a good laugh. It would be a good laugh. I think I'm looking forward to it. Like I think it would be good. That's a good one, though. That's the only person I look like, really. So, just the hair and everything yeah, else. Just get an eye patch and a long coat. I'll be there. There you go. Can you imagine <laughs> me on stage playing that? That would be so funny. I should point out as well that they're getting someone else to play on the nighttime, a guy called Dan Reed, who we talked about on the yes. first podcast, oh, I think. Oh, did I? Um, famous musician, really great guy, um, fabulous player and singer, uh, and she's a big fan of his as well. And the plan is he, he's going to come over from where he lives. I think it, he lives in Spain or Portugal. I can't remember. Um, and he's going to come over and do the nighttime do. And I asked, I was like, does he know about this? And she went, well, not yet. No. And I was <laughs> like, all right, okay. Now, to, to give you a, a bit of context here, he's bald. So I think he could be Voldemort. Oh, God. That's I, a show. I think that's who he would be. He probably won't know that until he gets there. Yes. But there you go. 
as they're dabbing him a white paint. Aye. He rocks up in like and everyone. a green dress. <laughs> aye, aye. Here's, here's your one, Danny. <laughs> there you go. Right. Um, if you could have an unlimited supply of one thing, what would it be? <laughs> unlimited supply of something? Yeah. I mean, money's the obvious one, isn't it? It, it can't, be, can't be money, like, like a physical <sighs> entity. I, Guinness. I instantly <laughs> really? thought food. I like Guinness. Yeah, yeah food, food's the sensible answer. Chocolate. I'm Dairy gonna, milk chocolate. That's another good answer. I'm going to go guitar picks. Uh, well, actually, as it currently stands, petrol. <laughs> yeah. That is a shout. <laughs> I can make a lot of money with an unlimited supply of petrol. It's 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 not for financial gain though. It's for oh, your right, it's I for see. your own consumption. Still, but petrol, petrol. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. Uh, what's your favourite beverage? Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Okay, we we'll do one of both. One of both. One of both. Okay, well, alcoholic would be Guinness. Right. Take away my lifetime supply of Guinness. I'm going to get. Yeah. And um, non-alcoholic. <laughs> it's a good job you like it, isn't it? <laughs> um, Coke. Copious amounts of Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Um, soft drink would probably be Fanta. I love Fanta. Yeah. And alcoholic beverage. I would usually say like a record leg cider, like the berries uh-huh. one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also really much liking the Schoffer Hoffer grapefruit beer at the moment. It's quite adventurous. It. It's it's pretty cheap. It's Grape- nice. Grapefruit. It is very nice. Grapefruit beer. beer yeah. yeah. So is it quite fruity? Not that fruity, mm, but there it? is. You can't taste it. It is. It's oh, really nice. nice. It is nice That's interesting. So there. Alcoholic would be gin and tonic all day long. And uh, non-alcoholic would be the lemon San Pellegrino. What's your favourite season? Mine is definitely not summer because uh, well, I, I am sweating no. my tits off. Um, spring or autumn? Summer. Yeah. <laughs> sort of in be- the temperatures, sort of in between hot and cold on each of them, isn't it? Do you know what I'd like in it too? Spring and autumn. Right? You know how the summer holidays is yeah. like packed? However... Just before the summer holidays and just afterwards, in in between those times where you might like, if well, I say you might not be going back to work, you might, the the kids are back, but it's still hot, either side of the summer holidays. That's like the best weather because it's not quite summer and it's like it's just coming out of spring or just going into autumn. It's like it's warm, but it's not yeah. like excruciating. I like my favorite weather to be fair though. Actually, I changed my answer. Um, is where I can wear. A jacket and sunglasses. All right. So like it's like it's like spring, I suppose. Kind of like spring or like the start of autumn. Probably start of autumn is probably a better answer. That question went on forever. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> What's your favorite dessert? Ooh, some sort of chocolate fudge cake or something. That'll be yeah. Chocolate eclair. I love an eclair. Really? Profiterole. Yeah. I love it. Do you know, I was totally thinking of like the little eclair sweets. That's what oh, were you? Yeah, oh, no, like the dairy milk eclairs. Yeah, that's no, why I was just like, like a pastry. They're more bang for your butt than 90% air. Yeah. I just, I just love chocolate eclairs. <laughs> I got a pastry one. Yeah. I don't know. Pastry and chocolate, I'm... I don't know. I, I love it. I, I like a mixture. donut. That's not my answer, though. My answer would be, in this moment, an eating mess. Okay. Oh, I love one of them right I do, now. I do love an eating I'd mess. I'd have one of them right now. Sophie's got... Well, we mentioned it before. Sophie's got an allotment and she had like just a ridiculous amount of strawberries this year. So I've had like an eating mess like every yeah. day for the past <laughs> few weeks. It's been Why unreal. not? It's summer. Unreal. It's the best thing you've ever eaten in a restaurant. All food related, but... Best thing I've ever eaten in a restaurant. Yeah. It was a kind of restaurant you go into. Had a nice pizza at Frankie and Benny's once. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Scott. <laughs> I, I've not a clue. No. no. Um, we don't really go nice, out nice places. I had a nice vegetable teriyaki at a pub in Dinnington a couple of years back. Oh, I'm going to sound like a right fucking snob when I say my answer, aren't what, I? What's yours? <sighs> steak at Miller and Carter. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what that is. No, that's so. You know what steak is? Miller and Carter. Miller and Carter. Yeah. The steakhouse. Steakhouse. There's one in Gosforth, just across from Peter Barrett's. No. It's like, anyway, do you know, do know what's really funny about that particular one, though? What? The, the new builds that are there. They're, oh, no. They're, they're, they're not finished yet. <laughs> they're, they're local is a Miller and Carter. I know. That's how expensive those houses I are. Uh, I, I'm really sorry that my answer sounded so... Uh, so I don't know answer I'll take it. It's good. I can't pay, like, but, I, like, you know. <laughs> it's okay. All the staff know him there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is a good one to end on, I think. This is an uplifting one to okay. end on. Name a person who inspires you. Now, it could be anybody. That's deep. Yeah. If there's, like, a person that inspires questions you. Yeah. Or, let, let's say, in, you could answer just inspire, but maybe we'll change it to, like... Musical inspiration, but not necessarily like. Um, also, like inspires professionally. I guess so. Yeah. Okay, should I give you my answer and then we'll? Oh, yeah, go on then. Go on, yeah. Okay, so this is a bit of a shout out. Uh, I think the person that ins- I'm going to say two. The two people who inspired my musical career the most, uh, who are actual people who I know, uh, is my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, subsequently, my mum as well, but mainly my dad, because. Uh, he had a guitar when he was a kid and when I started to play, he got his guitar out the loft and mm-hmm. so forth. Um, and he is pretty much the reason that I play guitar. Uh, and on the back of that, the second person who was probably the most influential uh, was my guitar teacher, Mr. Steve Ray, if you're listening. Hiya, Steve. I <laughs> um, had lessons for him from him for eight or nine years and know everything I'd know from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It's weird as well because obviously, like you know, he was my teacher. But then, like when I sort of got to a certain age, where like it was, it what didn't we have that teacher-student relationship. Now we're just really good just friends, friends and it's it's great. Uh, so there would be my two answers: um, my dad and my longtime guitar teacher. Okay. So that might inspire your answer. Am I your inspiration? Well, <laughs> you've inspired this answer. Yes. Along the similar vein, then, if we're going to do that, like earliest memory of doing music would probably be my music teacher, if that was the case. Yeah. So, Paul Wilson, yes. he's a fantastic musician. He certainly is. Um, he was pro- he's probably the reason I got, he's a fantastic piano player. Like, the best piano player I know yeah. by far. And uh, he probably inspired me to get into piano. Although I did start on guitar. Right. Back in year seven, many, 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 many years ago. Many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. Um, but um, old. guitar wasn't sort of my thing. And our music teacher was mainly a piano teacher. Sure. And he would show me sort of a few things. And I was picking it up fairly quickly. Oh, man. So he was like, you're playing in the school shows. And I was like, all right, I'm playing in the school shows. Yes. So then I started that and that was sort of it. I was hooked yeah. from that. And I was just, he taught me as much as he could at my, you know, young age. But yeah, yeah. I owe him a lot for what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Is he still around, still playing? He's still, I, to my knowledge, obviously I'm not at school. No, I think he still I'll... teaches at the school I went to, but I couldn't say for certain. But okay. uh, but he, he still he still gigs with other bands. Mint. He was playing with, um, is it D? 
Dowling. Dowling. Uh, he was playing yes. with him uh, a few weeks ago. And he plays with um, Scott's music teacher yes, occasionally. Yes, Richard, who I will talk about. Yes, yes who, obviously, <laughs> Richard Kane. But uh, he plays with him as well. But he plays with he's played with the Revolutionaires. He plays with them all the time. Meant. He's a really good musician and you know highly praised in the northeast for how good he is. But yeah, I owe him a lot for my musical success, I suppose. Very good. But yeah, him and Scott. Uh, well, carrying on from what you said about family and that, I've. I was actually first starting on guitar. My uncle gave us a guitar. It was for Christmas. Like one of those kit things where you get electric guitar and a little lamp. Yeah, yeah. It's one of them. We've all got and, one of um, them. I saw. I got an acoustic as well and I just, I just didn't play it for ages. And then just one day in high school, I thought, I'm just, I'm going to learn drums. And then that's when I, I learned it at school, mainly because of the teacher that was there, Richard Keane, who you've just mentioned. And uh, he just helped develop stuff in, in high school and that, like mainly performance mm. side of things, like performing live and stuff. And he was actually, he was, I think we talked about the gig at the Millstone, one of the episodes. I can't remember. Anyway, we've yes. got one coming up. But that was our first gig. I played there for him. Like he, he had a gig on him where we got up like at the start of his set and did a couple of songs. So that was my first performance because of him. But I, that's, that's probably how I've. Just like you say, music teachers. Music it's teachers always, don't get enough got, credits. Yeah, we've all had music teachers, haven't we? Yeah, I think it's 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 a probably a very similar story for everybody that there was one teacher or at least one musical influence of a perhaps a slightly educational background. Yeah, uh, that came in and kind of really inspired you to pick up the instrument or continue with it or or what have you. Um, it's probably it, to be fair, I imagine every person who's ever pick up an instrument probably has a story very similar mm-hmm. so i think it's usually it's usually that it's usually that of family my parents aren't musical so i i didn't have that yeah but i think most people have it's either a family member like you have said yeah or a teacher i think it's usually how it's i think with teachers starts. as well i think with teachers as well um i think it's fair to say that like particularly in the music realm like well let's be honest right when you're in school doing a music lesson it's basically an hour of nothing. Yes. You know what I mean? For Best a lot of students. About. So if you are interested in music, mm-hmm. you are gold dust for that teacher. That is, that is true. Yeah, yeah, right. So I... if you're not sitting there pressing the demo button, DJ, 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 DJ. DJ <laughs> then it's like we, we used to have a music room and then we had a theatre. Yeah. And to, our music teacher would always let me and whoever I was, because you always worked in pairs normally in music. It was usually me and a friend of mine called Kieran. We used to go in the theatre because it was like, you know, you like doing this. Yeah. Obviously, the rest yeah. of the class don't. They're just here because they've, you know, yeah, we have the same obliged thing. to. So it's like, you go off and use a proper piano and they can all use like the keyboard. Yeah. So I had a grand piano every music lesson to play. So it was great. But uh, yeah, a music teacher can spot you off. Oh, yeah. A mile. Yeah. And go, right, I'm having you. <laughs> You're doing school shows. And then you end up in all the shows. And then the you end up doing the, everything. The show productions. Like, I wasn't no, complaining. Makes yeah. it better in the long run, doing Definitely. the more you do when you're younger. Oh yeah, just the yeah, it's like it. It all helps for sure. I was never. I did a couple of shows. I didn't do that many. I don't think. Um, I I nearly, I nearly played Joseph. All right. In Joseph, I could see that to be fair. But I I found well, the story goes. I think we'll end on this because it's you know um, the story goes that. Uh, the drama teacher wanted me to audition for the play. Mm-hmm. The music teacher wanted me to be in the band. Ah. And it was a you lot. You could have been Joseph with a guitar on your neck. That would have been cool. I, I did ask. They, they weren't up for that. <laughs> um, but I opted to be in the band instead. Uh, 
because it was cooler <laughs> than dressing up with abundance of colours on you. Technical I don't know. Like, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> think of the name of the thing. Yeah. But yeah. So I, I and to be fair, we talked about this a few weeks ago, actually, about like acting and stuff. And like, it, it, it's something that I always had an interest in. But music was always like yeah. the key focus. Like, and as much as I liked acting and stuff, mm-hmm. it was never, I, I never pursued it. You know, I suppose that further. benefited you more in the long run, didn't it? Oh, Choosing exactly. the music side. Oh yeah, I mean, I've, it's the only time I've been in a pit band, and it was hard. Actually, it was hard graft because, yeah. I mean, the pit band was made up of students and teachers, so it wasn't exactly it was the same like, for me as well at school as well. Yeah, yeah. We, we did the same. It was not as less when you were there. I was but our, our music. We always yeah. used to have the set, the house band, yeah. off to one side, and they would do all the stuff, but. It was I difficult though. It was difficult because it, it was my first experience with sheet music as well. That's, what I, was, same that's what I was about to say. I, I, I was the only person who couldn't read. I couldn't read. read. Music. I had to I learn. Read. I had yeah. to learn whilst I was learning these songs. I had to learn how to read drum sheet music and all sorts. I, I, I don't know if it was the same for you, right? But were your your music teachers? Mine's retired now, actually. But were your music teachers of the older generation and only knew music from? reading music and, and Mozart. Like, it was kind of like you read and no. it was... No, no, no. Right, my music teacher was, he didn't understand... He, I remember, this is like, I, I, I feel really um, egotistical saying this, but <laughs> I remember my first ever parents' evening in year seven, uh, my mum went and uh, went up to the music teacher. Uh, he's called Mr. Woods. Um, his family have actually just released an album. Um, oh, hey. they've they've recorded it a lot as well, actually. Um, I think it's just I think there's maybe one original song, but it's mainly covers. I think. Um, I think the album is just called Woods. So <laughs> that, that's kind of because all their family play and stuff. So anyway, mum went up with the uh, music teacher, Mr. Woods, sat down. And she went, "Oh, Jack Milkrease," and he went, "All right." He found his file, put the file down, and went, "Genius." <laughs> right? Really? <laughs> he said, "Get it." He said, "I don't understand how that boy." is that good on guitar and can't read a single note. Now, obviously, that's him saying that. I'm not saying that I'm any good, right? But that, that was well, what, are, that's but what he said. Enough. I don't want to come across like I'm, you know, bragging. That's not, that's not what I'm about. But that's what he thought. And, I, and the reason I bring it up is because he was obviously of that old school generation where it was all Mozart sheet music. And, I mean, I remember the music lessons that we did. He couldn't understand that, like... That I used to jam with this lad called Callum in the music room and we would play like we'd play like Slipknot and stuff like that right nice and then there was a Slipknot song called Snuff which was like an acoustic song um, and I think we both did that for our piece that we got to do for the grade yeah. or whatever um, and he couldn't understand how I was playing bear in mind it's just a simple song he couldn't understand that I would re- remembered the chords without looking at them do you know what I mean yeah um, he also asked, could I play lead and rhythm at the same time? I was like, oh, no, I'm not, it's, that, that's not how a guitar works. He's like, oh, I'll just ask. Like, he, I just didn't get it. He obviously it, so. doesn't come from that background, yeah. Unbelievable piano player, though. But obviously, he's of that generation where it was all like yeah. that kind of stuff. I think stuff, my music so. teacher, it was the, the reason that we did it off sheet music for the show, because that's the thing to do. Yeah. And it was probably a quicker way of teaching everyone that part rather yeah. than saying, oh, can you play this for that song? It was And for cues and stuff as well, that's probably why you sheet music. But it was just off Sibelius. I don't know if you know what Sibelius yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It was literally, you would just go on there, program it all, print it off, and that was it. Yeah. But he came from a background of just chords, lyrics, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That, that's, how I, that's how our music teacher did it. it. It was a sheet of A4 paper and a big biro. That was what you were getting. It's like, these are the <laughs> chords. That's what you're playing. Keeping time. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I kind of wish I had that. I think I... I think I reluctant to join any kind of uh, school music pr- 
project because of that. My good friend Andrew Robertshaw, who um, is a drummer, he's, he's literally just set off um, playing on a cruise, um, going around like America. He was a couple of years older than me, and he always he did every single school show, but he could read. He could <laughs> read music, and he was like, I mean, he was a godsend for the music teachers because it was like, oh, Andrew will do it. He was a drummer, and you know, right. he, he did he did everything right. So, and I, I used to go watching stuff and it was always like choir and orchestra and maybe somebody, one girl singing with a backing track or anything. It wasn't until later on that they did it shows or anything. And that's when I, I, I think Joseph was the, I think was the only one I actually did other than me standing on stage with an acoustic and playing Tom Petty or something. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, I enjoyed it though. It definitely, like you say, experience it, and it all that. It sets you up, doesn't it? It's definitely a nice learning curve. It was definitely. good. It was good. And, and especially like... Honestly, it, it was a release because, like, you know, I was the only one really in, in definitely in my class who did anything music. I don't think there was many people in my year who ever carried it on, really. I think there was only, like, 10 of us in GCSE music. So, um, so it definitely, like, it was a release from, like, going to do your shitty math lesson and then go, like, you know, you, oh, you, just, you had math yeah, and then it was yeah. like, you know. I mean, Sophie talks about how every single lunchtime she'd just go in the drum room and just play drums you know oh, yeah. tell you what straight I did. at the music room yeah. at lunch or break time yeah work on some drums where I yeah yeah it was a good release because as you say you, you're doing the other subjects which you assume is how you're going to get your career like yeah. I, I did law at school yeah that's what I was going to do and music was just like well it beats doing you know physics or yeah. chemistry or something like, at least it's a lesson I'll enjoy and then we all ended up doing it yeah. as a job so came useful in the end really didn't it it's interesting how it works, but uh, it's it, it it's funny hearing the parallels. We'll have to get when we get people on. We'll maybe maybe we'll ask them the similar question because yeah, definitely they probably have a story that's similar. Yeah. You know, along with the lime tree time machine, of course. Oh, oh yes, can't forget about that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Right, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Lime Tree Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milkreist, Linda Philskirk, Scott Charlton. We'll see you hopefully next week if these lads want to do it by themselves <laughs> we'll if not see what happens not, we'll see you in a few weeks after i've got a tan in amsterdam uh, <laughs> oh yeah I, i'll yeah thank you i don't know why oh fuck i fucked that last bit up didn't i bye <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> <laughs>